Welcome to episode 20 of the Scent Geeks podcast. My name is Steve. You may know me from the channel Frags to Riches on YouTube. And I, it's actually my turn to edit the podcast this week after we finish recording before we kind of publish it. So to be honest, I'm just going to end the podcast now. Let's uh, thank you for listening. I do appreciate it. And we'll see you next week. I suppose I can't really do that, can I? It's not, you're not going to let me get away with that, are you, Chris? So you love you um, love you love it when it's your turn to edit, Steve. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> In fact, I'm delaying it now. I need to hurry up so I can get on with the edit, don't I? So that voice, those those dulcet tones that you just briefly heard there, is my partner in crime. It is Chris from the YouTube channel Fragmental. Chris, hello. How are you? Hello, Steve. Hello, folks. Thanks for joining us once again. We are 20 episodes old this week, Steve. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Twenty, because yeah. one of my favourite podcasts that I listened to recently um, just hit were one hundred episodes, and I sort right. of thought, I mean, we've already done twenty. We're not like that far off because they don't do it sort of weekly. Theirs is sort of a bit more sporadic. So I thought, and they've been so yeah. they've been going for a few years, and I thought, well, twenty episodes—that's bloody good going, really. Well, um, you know, in one way, twenty doesn't feel like a lot, does it? It's just twenty. Twenty episodes, you know, that's that's not a lot. When you look at how many YouTube videos we've made, that kind of thing. Yeah, but then it's crazy, when man. you think that's we've been doing it for twenty weeks, then it feels like we've been doing it for quite a long time. Yeah, totally agree on that. I mean, we're getting I mean, on for half a year, here, aren't we? It Not is far off half it, a year. It's about time, you know. We had a massive sponsor, or somebody just bought the podcast <laughs> from us, and we retired rich. You know what I mean? We let's let's yes. just do what these tycoons do. Scare companies who may be listening. Um, please, please sponsor us. Um, because I think we could have a great relationship. We could offer a discount code for our listeners. Uh, you get the exposure. Steve and I get a bit of a bit of money, a bit of money for our for our hard work. Everyone's a winner. Yeah. So come on, sponsors, let's do it. How am I going to get a Ferrari with frags to riches written down the side without a sponsor? It's just not going to happen, is it? But, yeah. Uh, so either that or um, or the coffee donations, mate. Yeah, no. Talking of Kofi, oh, they, we're getting good at these little segues. I'm loving this. <laughs> Talking of Kofi, that is the way in which you can support the podcast financially over and above listening, which we do really appreciate. We put those Kofi fees towards kind of admin fees and hosting fees for the podcast. So we do, that does genuinely help us. So do please keep sending those in. And we've had a few this week. So Ooh. as always, uh, we will uh, shout you out if you uh, send us a Kofi donation, however large or small. So we've had one from that's Gentle the donation, Sense. not not the not the person, <laughs> yeah, not the person. Yeah, um, the donation can be large or small, and the person can be large or small. We're not sizeist here. Um, anyway, so we've had a donation from Gentle Scent. Um, they said thank you very much for your great work I really love the podcast and recently created my own fragrance channel a question for both of you which fragrance do you always associate with freedom that's an interesting question um, mm, freedom freedom I mean I sort of associate um, George Michael with freedom it's just <laughs> the song like the, I mean obviously isn't yeah. there um, a CK fragrance called freedom but I don't know if I associate a fragrance with freedom. I think it would have to be a fragrance that kind of reminds me of the outdoors, maybe. Has some notes that remind me of the outdoors. You know, a lot of um, 
A lot of salty marine fragrances remind me of freedom because whenever I'm by the sea, I feel I feel like I've got freedom. You know, I'm usually on holiday or yeah, on a nice little cool. break. So looking out at the ocean um, is always and and you know sometimes that the 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 saltiness, the ambergris, that, you know that kind of salty seaweed smell you get. Some fragrances actually uh, create that really well. Um, there's that, there's a brilliant one actually from uh, this company called Art de Parfum. They're a UK company, actually. They sent me a sample set. They have one called Seafoam, and it is probably one of the most realistic marine-based fragrances I've ever smelt. It took me back to my childhood when we used to go on holidays to Anglesey. I could smell like the the salt on the wetsuits that we used to wear when we'd been in the sea. It was really transportive. So um, off the top of my head, completely random i would say that that seafoam fragrance uh, really makes me think of freedom but then any anything that's outdoorsy really i agree i think anything that probably reminds me of being on holiday so probably anything i've worn on holiday like um zenia's womo i wore quite a bit on a summer holiday last year so it just kind of reminds you of you know chilling by the pool or whatever mm. so it's just probably more that than kind of freedom as such but yeah good yeah. good question and good yeah. luck with your youtube channel so yeah, yeah. oh I, and can i can i just uh, can you respond in the facebook group gentle sense are all the scents that you wear or talk about gentle or do you talk about aggressive beast smell scents curious curious as to where your name comes from i i've not actually checked out their channel but i assume if you search for on youtube for gentle scent they will pop up so check i will, them, check I will them be out. having a look um next one has come from ms withrow so loving the formality there so thank you for that um i spent this weekend listening to all your podcasts now i guess i'll have to watch tiger king so <laughs> i've not actually i know tiger king but i've not seen any of it because i don't have a netflix subscription i've got like amazon prime and numerous others yeah. and disney plus but i don't so i've not actually seen anything other than sort of the the hype so um yeah i feel like i'm missing out on something there but thank well, you well it it is one of the most bingeable kind of TV series at the moment, I guess. So, so to choose us over that, I, I, I we're honoured. Thank you very much. Um, the next donation comes from Angus. Uh, this, this is um, he's kind of given us a little shout out for a couple of moments that um, have made him laugh. So he said, "Thanks for the laughs on the podcast and YouTube, especially." He said, "Chris, Tom Ford, Rose Prick video intro," um, and then he also <laughs> said, "Steve." podcast analogy like having doggy doggy style sex um keep getting distracted by the arsehole so yeah that was a a, um, a heckle put down that i used to use when i when i did stand up where i mentioned on one of the podcasts if you're wondering what the hell that is about so you have to go and um, binge on the back catalogue of this podcast to find out what he's talking about there <laughs> and we've also had uh, chris h has uh, donated uh he said keep up the good work really enjoy the podcast thanks so thank you everybody uh, for supporting us by listening and by do donating we do genuinely really appreciate it and yeah, thanks very I'm much not, i'm not going to stop there chris because we've had a review oh wait i know five stars uh no once oh fuck it's oh, one star no it's not really it's not really yeah. <laughs> it's not you, gotta, really. you gotta read them all anyway no it's five stars and oh, yes. it is from a friend of the show uh nick harrison so thank you nick he's kind of supported both of us on instagram and the podcast and our youtube channels etc so um he's um so thank you nick for taking the time to kind of uh, go and kind of do a review so you can review us on a few itunes uh, obviously we'd really appreciate five stars there because it helps with kind of ratings yeah. and 
Cheers, Nick. I don't know. I don't know how it helps, but it, I'm sure it does. Nick anyway, is, so I just it. want to say, Nick is a bloody great bloke. I met him in London. I think I've mentioned this before, but he's such a positive person on Instagram. He's got a fantastic Instagram account. I think it is. Is it just Nick Harrison on on Insta? Uh, he's is, yeah. yeah. He 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 posts some great photos, and he's always commenting on everybody else's on Instagram and YouTube as well. He's just a, a one of those guys that we love. That I find you get more on Instagram than YouTube, actually people that are positive and supportive that are actually in it for the good vibes and not for the negativity, which unfortunately you, you do find a lot on, on YouTube, less so on, on Insta. But it's just refreshing when you get blokes like Nick who are just very positive and supportive. So Nick, you are a diamond geezer, mate. Thank you. No, he is. I nearly, I nearly st- I started feeling the rage there thinking about some of the YouTube people. Because I'm not going to go off on a tangent, but if you don't, enjoy a youtube reviewer don't watch the fucking video mate do you know what i mean i'm not forcing mm. you to i'm not breaking into your house and strapping you to a chair with your eyelids open like clockwork orange making you watch the youtube videos just don't do it anyway sorry i'm going off on one well yes yeah, so, someone left me a comment today saying that they wanted me to die they couldn't stand my voice uh that uh, i was a horrific human being so there you go you know you, you can't please everyone uh, why are you watching the videos? Oh, mate, it makes my blood boil. <laughs> yeah, really they must does. be sadists. They must be. It's just so weird. That, uh, anyway, anyway, let's go to some positivity. So Nick's yeah. review, he said, Two mates exchange banter, wit and all things fragrance. A perfect way to start your week. Have a laugh and keep up to date with the world of fragrance. A great way to discover new and exciting scents and start your week off right. So, oh, he's got. he's left a little scenario. What's... Oh, okay, I might is, just save that. Press. Yeah. Okay, worth saving. It'll be a good uh, one from okay. me. Yeah, no, he's, he's left it sort of brief. Um, mm. So I don't know if I'll use it or not, but he's kind of just a little little quick question. Yeah. So it's probably not really a scent. No, he's just said, what's your go-to scent when review writing? Review um, writing? That's, that's oh. a bit meta, isn't it? It's like, what fragrances mm. do you wear when you are well, recording it's usually, a fragrance review video? But yeah, It's usually the... The review that I'm writing because <laughs> yeah. I'm like I'm smelling it on my hand as I'm writing it usually so exactly. I mean I've obviously I've, I've worn it extensively before that but I just kind of to remind myself of the opening and remind myself so it's usually the one I'm I'm reviewing I'm writing the review on Nick see I don't I know you sort of make more notes and and stuff I don't necessarily write reviews I'm a little bit more kind of I know what I want to say and I have it in my head and sometimes when if it's if they're like the review prep mm. takes a few days like comparing mm. I'll record voice notes so I because it's in the moment so I can go oh, the opening's yeah. like this or compared to this and then when I'm just before filming I'll re- listen back to the voice notes to see what I wanted to say but I never actually sit down and write I was like that with comedy as well to be honest I could never actually <laughs> I was quite lazy I couldn't sit down and write a set I'd formulate it in my head and then I'd sort of bullet point it out but I never would write out word for word set i think it's anyway. great to do it that way i think i think it's there's you know definitely a place to just be spontaneous and natural personally for me i think i would have a tendency to to ramble on a bit too much and repeat myself a lot if i didn't do that so i just write points down just so i've got a, a concise structure to it really otherwise um i think you know people would just get bored and not subscribe so it's just a, a fear of, of losing people that i just want to keep the reviews tight I think it's kind of whatever works for you. If there's any YouTube reviews out there, you kind of, like we, you said before, actually, sort of tips and so, I think you've just got to work to your own personality and, and stuff. Yeah, I yep. think you even mentioned this on um, a live video you did with Killer. You've yeah. kind of got to just use your personality what works. Like for me, because I am, my approach is a bit more of an everyday 
bloke that's just like fragrances i kind of like it to be a bit more natural and kind of you know not too sort of scripted or formal as such but but you're quite you're yours is really slick and polished like presenter style and it just works really well and so i think it's just kind of whatever works for you isn't it yeah so yeah absolutely yeah thanks thanks nick anyway so if anybody else wants to leave us a five-star review we would uh, love you forever we would right um we've not we've not had a little chat i've not sort of said how th- how's your week been mate anyway well i thought it was a bit rude of your comments yeah sorry I'm, not, not to ask me how my week's been um aside from dickheads leaving comments on youtube videos well you know what else has been going down um well you know what is i'm i'm kind i'm still loving it i'm still enjoying spending time with my family and lockdown's okay and I'm, i feel very lucky I am feeling it a little bit this week that um, I I have to film and edit at more specific times because the kids are at home and my wife and I are sharing um, time that we spend with them whilst they're doing their home learning. So it's it's more difficult. So I can't, I could usually just film when I feel like it, but now I've got to film when, and sometimes when I've got a window to, to shoot, I don't have a review written. So then I've got to write the review and then I don't have time to film it. So I just, I'm still actually working my my way with it. And if I just do kind of three standard videos a week, I'm, I'm okay. But this week I had a very, very edit heavy video, which took me um, all week to do. So that, that means that now, as of today, I don't have any footage for anything next week. So I need to get onto that um i need to get onto to that for shooting tomorrow so yeah just feeling it a little bit um in terms of that in terms of timing and, and scheduling but you know it's it's fine the world's not going to end if i don't put three videos a week out but i i, I don't want to miss one just just for myself you know you know what i mean uh, yeah, so it's, no, it's going all right yeah and we had a nice little bike ride today we went out and um we actually uh, ended up on on a public footpath where we couldn't ride our bikes, so it was more like a push bike. Um, but it was good. It's nice to get out. We found some uh, fields. I think it's easier for you to get into nice countryside and fields where you are. You're a bit more out of it. But we're just on yeah. the fringes of yeah. We're on the fringes of York, and uh, to to find countryside is a little more that we can get to from our front door. It's it's a little more difficult. But we we got some open spaces, so we were happy. How about you? How's your week? Yes, much the same really. We're sort of yeah, just juggle, juggling things, and it's it's kind of it, it is sort of like tough. Like I think we were saying just before we started recording, it's like when you have your sort of jobs to do, and you know the children are kind of obviously wanting attention or want to play. It's kind of you feel bad because you know, but you've got to, you need some time to you know. It's not just doing your job, but it was also just obviously keeping the house running. You know, like yeah cutting lawns washing clothes and all that sort of stuff so it is hard to fit it all in but it's nice now like we, we've got a bit more flexibility to go out and like i say we're sort of quite fortunate where we can uh, get out we've got plenty of uh, countryside around us so we went for a bike ride yesterday actually well i say that my little boy is um he's only four but he's absolutely smashing his pedal bike now he's really good on his little pedal good bike lad. and riding it he loves it so and he goes into stump mode and he's going through <laughs> all these bumps and everything it's just brilliant i just love it so oh, i need to man. i need to actually get a bike now because we sort of when we moved here we sort of sold our bikes um just for kind of ease and, we, and stuff so we need to kind of get some bikes so but i'm struggling to get any find any that are sort of delivered and stuff i found a couple of websites but they sort of have limited availability for deliveries and stuff so if anybody right. knows of any uh, decent places where I can buy a, buy a bike for myself that would be good um, so yeah we did that and then today we kind of again got out and went and played some football so that was that was really nice so those moments are quite good and then you good. sort of get back to the house and try and fit in the daily grind again it's a bit of a, a bit of a struggle yeah. really but um, but no yeah. things are right so, so what have you been wearing mate this week 
All right, so I've been wearing what well, I currently I'll start with what I'm wearing right now. Absolutely loving this. It's a recent purchase. It's Prada Lom Low, uh, which is the oh, more. Yes, of... I saw your fragrance haul video, and I was yeah. like, loads of those ones I really enjoy. There were some really good picks in there. I was like, yes, yes, yes. I was loving all of those. I'm oh, glad it's you great, were, mate. It's, you onto the Prada Lom hype train that I've been uh, sort of choo-chooing all this. I, I love it. I love it. I, I love the original. You know what? I, at the moment, I need to do more testing, but I think I love Low a little more because. Um, it's got that lovely powdery pleasantness that the original has, but it's got it's a little more soapy. It's a little more uplifting. It's got some neroli, and I think it smells like it's got some some kind of citrus, maybe some some lemon in there. Um, so it's a lovely bright take on that powdery Prada Lom DNA. I'm absolutely loving it. Uh, How does gorgeous. it perform, mate? Does it perform as good as the original, or not as good? Yeah, as it's a bit I, lighter? it seems to be for me about the same. Um, oh, that's I've good only then. Worn okay, them a couple, that's worth a couple of times each. Yeah, but it seems to be about the same for me at the moment, which I'm pleased about. I know um, Carl. I've mentioned him before. The UK frag guy. He's a big yep. fan of Prada Lom Low. That's one of his sort of mm. favourite sort of fresher fragrances. So I've been meaning to check it out because I'm a big fan of the original. So I've been wanting. Yeah. And now you've said it as well. I think I definitely need to add that to my to buy list. To well, it's good value because it's not just a summer scent. It, I think it works amazingly well in summer, but I think it's versatile for all year round. So definitely a good pickup. So I've also been wearing uh, Oceania from Roger, which is another nice, light, elegant, uh, warm weather fragrance. And nice, I also cheapy there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little, little bit more expensive than Prada Lom Low, um, but uh, um, I've also worn Gallivant Los Angeles, which I know is one of Nigel's favourites from Two Cents Worth, and I wore that because I saw yesterday, I think it was yesterday on Facebook, that it just won at the Pure Beauty Awards uh, Best Niche Fragrance. And it oh, is a very wow. good, fr- yeah. So I just thought, well, I'm, in honour of that, I'm I'm going to wear it, and it's a it's a beauty. It's a it's, a it's good actually scent. not too expensive, is it? Either no memory, they're all right because they make smaller sizes for travelling. That's the whole um, concept behind Gallivant. And mm. so for thirty mil, it's sixty five quid, and all their fragrances are incredibly good. That they're, they're uh, you know some sometimes there's houses that have one or two really good ones, and then the rest are a bit kind of like you can take them or leave them. Gallivant's standard for all their fragrances is is really high the quality is great um and i love the concept behind behind their uh, their brand as well so if anyone's not checked out gallivant get yourself a discovery set because they're uh, top so what's what is um los angeles like what is it t- t- tell me about the fragrance i'm curious you've you've piqued my interest yeah so it's kind of like a fruity fragrance but not light fruity i'd say it's got a dark fruitiness about it and uh, there's some um, there's some cade oil in there, so it's that that lends to the darkness as well. Uh, there's tuberose, so it's got that lovely Ooh. sweet. Yeah, but you know sometimes tuberose can be very piercingly bubblegum sweet. Well, it's mm. kind of not piercing. It's got that lovely rounded sweet bubblegum sweetness, but it's not piercing and it's not juvenile, which sometimes that that accord can can come across. I think is a little bit juvenile, you know, like in something like Invictus. Um, in the original in, Invictus, that's the bubblegum fragrance that people often refer to, isn't it? And uh, yeah, so it's just this, and it's it's got this almost, um, and they list this on their website, that it's got a bit of a cocktail vibe to it. So that's where the fruitiness okay. comes from. But it's also, you know, when you go into nightclubs and you get that, uh, that dry ice, but th- that smoke that has that really sweet, almost fruity smell it's mm. got a, it's got an accord of that to it as well so it's a it's a real gem of a fragrance uh i don't know if it smells like la i don't think that's the point really it's it's 
you know Nick Stewart who is the um, the brand owner it's just um, you know what he's put into a fragrance that uh, that makes him re- remind him of that of yeah that it's more place. inspirational not, rather yeah. than smelling of it Absolutely. isn't it yeah, yeah it's not like yeah. everyone's going to smell it and go oh it takes me right back to Los Angeles uh, um, but it's a it's a beautiful fragrance it's, it's it smells it does it is complex but it doesn't smell complex you know it's got a lovely smooth blend so I can see why it's won the award Oh, exciting! I didn't, well, I'm definitely interested in that now. So that's good. Um, any, yeah. Anything else? I mean, we've, uh, yeah. we've already met that. Nice, sorry, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wore a, a vintage um, Yves Saint Laurent Paul Rom this week as well, which uh, I managed to acquire. And you know what? They don't make frags like that anymore. It's got this kind of seventies, eighties, animalic, um, creamy powerhouse accord underneath the citrus on there so it's like this really kind of it's like hairs on your chest masculine fragrance um i'm really enjoyed it you know i'm I'm kind of know what people talk about now when they say oh you know if has changed things and formulations have changed and i know certain profiles go out of date as well and they're they're not classed as modern but you know this this was just great and uh, it did smell yeah smell a little funkier than than what you would find on the designer shelves these days but I loved it, enjoyed it. I wore um, Armani Code Profumo, as we both know and love, and yes. uh, Kieran NYC Santel Sky and Reflection oh, yeah. Man. And that's my week in fragrance. How about you? Uh, I've had a more interesting week than usual, actually. So we're almost going to. What are you going to say? You've had, you've had a more interesting week than me, then? <laughs> <laughs> no, never. I've had uh, a Probably new release. Not. So I've. Um, had a scent box a secret scent box kind of sent mm. to me and one of the fragrances in there was uh, Givenchy's new release I don't I don't know when it was released I know it's 2020 so I don't know how new it is actually I ne- I still need to look into it but it's from the Gentleman line and it's a ge- Gentleman Boise it's B-O-I-S-E-E I don't know how yep, you'd I've reviewed pronounce it. that have you reviewed it? Have I been? I've mm-hmm. totally missed that mate I've totally missed that so yeah. what was your take on it before I sort of so, briefly mention I smelled it in Debenhams and Spread it on my hand, absolutely loved it, so I bought it. And I got it home, and the smell had kind of gone, so I drowned myself in it, sprayed it a bit more. I thought, say, yeah, really lovely opening, and it faded on me really quickly. So I ended up giving it a bit of a lukewarm review, just because I loved the opening, but then it just died. Just died too too fast. Yeah, I mean, because I, I had a quick look on Fragrantia, and people were sort of saying, yeah, it kind of doesn't love. But I was quite the same as you. I've, I'm, I sort of really enjoyed it. I love the sort of iris within the, in it. I think that yeah. really sort of makes it. It's not sort of too heavy, but it's definitely noticeable. And I sort of, because it has that sort of kind of slight sort of clean, like a clean earthiness to it, which was sort of really nice. And then I, I just found it, the sort of iris that is not, too heavy but it's no certainly noticeable i just found really made it and it was just a really nice enjoyable clean sort of it's weird because it's kind of familiar but it doesn't feel too generic it's sort of got some familiarity it's certainly not deviating too much from the norm but uh, yeah I, I, i've sort of really enjoyed it but yeah my the sort of performance i've had so far has not been not mm. been i wouldn't say it's awful but it's not been great it's kind of slightly um disappointing uh but yeah, yeah. it's it, but I've, i i must admit I do, I do really like it sort of with a sort of like say the sort of a clean yet earthiness to it yeah, with the iris um have you tried their other uh, gentleman edp in that line Givenchy's gentleman EDP. yes i think i tried the edp in store once i think i yeah. think it was just a bit too much the missus wasn't too much of a fan it's of a one. thicker fragrance yeah it's got vanilla it's quite heavy on the vanilla so it's got that iris accord but it's got vanilla in it as well and i i preferred it actually to to the bois 
I uh, thought it was uh, a bit more of a, a, a well-rounded fragrance and it lasted longer. Uh, yeah, no, fair news. I, I do need to ch- kind of check out the line because I know the sort of clone is meant to be really good. Killer Frags really liked that one uh, yeah. just before that was released, and but they wouldn't let him have it. Um, but I think the performance on that is meant to be not not great either. Um, what else have I been wearing? Um, I've worn uh, recently a video dropped today. Alexandria Fragrances um, Apple Crumb. So that's their take on Parfum de Mali's uh, Ojon, um, yep. which I've not smelt the original, so I don't know how it compares. But that was that was really nice. Very heavy on the cinnamon. So yeah. my wife said it smells like Christmas, um, but she wasn't. <laughs> she wasn't great. Too- Love it. She did. She's not too much of a fan. She she doesn't really like gourmand fragrances, to be honest. She she mm-hmm. doesn't like. She's numerous times she'll say, oh, you know, I'd like to eat that, but I don't want you to smell like it. So that's yeah. Kind of her reminds me of an ones. apple pie, Ojin. Yeah, I mean, I I just got quite heavy on the cinnamon, um, and then the sort of t- tobacco started coming through. It's quite nice. Uh, what else? I've worn um, a fragrance that we've both worn actually, which you didn't mention. Um, uh, Quercus from Penhaligans. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. we've got a stonking deal on that, thanks to our mate Tony at Fragdicted. Yeah. He let us Tony. know there was a there was a cheeky little deal going on a Penhaligans fragrance. So we got uh, Quercus for like twenty quid to reduce from sixty five. Twenty quid, yeah. yeah. And basically, if nobody's ever smelt it, I would describe it as a posh CK one. That's how yeah. I sort of think yeah. of it. It's yeah, Tony said lot. the same actually on uh, on his live stream today. Actually, a, but I yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like a smoother niche version of CK One, really. I mean, it's obviously not uh, not identical, but it's certainly got some similarities. Yeah. So yeah, performance not brilliant on me, but for twenty quid, I don't uh, mind. That's it. Yeah, twenty twenty quid, you can just spray it on when you get out of the shower, can't you? And uh, have it on a couple of hours before you go to bed. Yeah, exactly. I've worn perfume parlors take on um, Elysium. Uh, which was Immortal, 1871. Really enjoyed that. So that's a very cool. nice, juicy fragrance. And I've worn a new release from Rosa Salas, which is an original creation called So 1980s. So and, 1980s. Uh, yeah, Nigel at Two Cents Worth dropped a video on it today. Uh, he did a first impressions. So, Chris, if if with a fragrance called nine, So 1980s, what do you think it might contain? What notes or what do you think it might smell like? Okay, so when I think of 1980s, I think of a couple. Of, so if I think of 1980s fragrances, as we discussed with the YSL Poirot, they were the quite powerhouse. They were quite, they had animalic notes, you know, they maybe had things like civet in there and like very kind of potent musks. So I would, I would think it would have something, something like that. But I don't, and, and quite soapy, and masculine, you know, so it's got, so those, kind of 80s powerhouse they were citrusy and uh, and soapy but then they were balanced with like that a bit of a dirty animalic accord as well but if it's more inspired by the era of the 80s rather than 80s fragrances then for mm. me the 80s is like uh, electro um, music and you know synth music and neon lights that typical um, 80s so I Mm, notes notes that would remind me of that bright bright notes um i don't know maybe some yeah something fruity tuberose um yeah i guess you're not too far off the mark with sort of that sort of tuberose fruity kind it's weird it's got um notes at the top i've got in front of me actually like lemon incense uh 
chamomile, artemisia, which I can never pronounce properly. In the midst, there's amber, cedar, apricot, iris. And in the base, there's musk leather. I thought you might have gone for leather, so those okay. sort of leather car interiors maybe. Uh, vanilla and oud. Um, but I don't think the notes kind of do it justice. It's got a really nice, sort of really fruity opening. Um, and Nigel sort of was convinced it was peach. I initially got like a a grapefruit, but not not like a normal fragrancy grapefruit, like an actual sort of you know juicy grapefruit, kind of mangoey, kind of that sort of fruitiness. So that was definitely there. Um, yeah. And then as it sort of dried down, um, it sort of starts. You, the vanilla kind of comes through, and it, and it's sort of quite a nice, sort of creamy. It's, really really nice actually and you get a bit of the leather it's it's really interesting um sounds fragrance. great yeah no i, I really i've got to say it's it's an interesting one and um mark on i'm trying to remember his um twitter handle um his instagram handle he loved it and he's got like um a massive uh, so it's your average fraghead on instagram yeah um Fraghead is his kind of handle. He's got a massive collection. He spends a lot of money, and he absolutely was blown away by it. Um, I'm not sponsored wow. or anything, but I should say. But it's, so it's just worth noticing. If he liked it, I think it's it's a really interesting fragrance. So yeah, anyway, it's an original that's... creation, is it? Yeah, it's an original. Yeah. So and is it um... is it aptly named? Does it remind you of the 1980s? Well, I was born early early 80s, so I, I just I think I was the only good thing to come out of the 80s, really. But um, yeah, you were born after me, weren't you, son? Hey. Yes, yes, I was, Papa, Papa, Papa <laughs> Chris. So somebody uh, commented on a video today that um, I apparently look like uh, Fragmental, uh, to which I responded, "Yeah, he's my dad." So um, and the, the person liked the comment as if it was genuine. So, so yeah, yeah. Papa Chris. Um, I yeah, I, I wouldn't say. It sort of reminds me of the 80s because I was expecting like an 80s type fragrance. It's going to be quite old school, talky ball type fragrance, which I wouldn't like. But I was totally, totally got that off the mark because it was actually really nice. Mm. So, yeah, that's pretty much what I've been wearing. So there we go. That's okay. um, We've nearly filled a podcast there, mate. I, think, I was, I was going to say, I think we've rumbled so much about fragrances so far, but, but that's all right. It's a fragrance podcast. Don't matter. Yeah. It? It's almost like we know what we're talking about sometimes, you know. It's oh, almost, me. almost, but yeah, not quite. <laughs> exactly. Um, have we got any sort of quick questions, Arshin? Because we've got a scenario to do. Um, yeah, and I want to mention a couple of um, couple of YouTube vids I've enjoyed this week as well. Um, so I've got a question here from Ian Bianchi. This came via our Facebook group, which is the Scent Geeks podcast. That's the best place to drop a question for us. Scenarios are better to contact you privately Steve is that is that yeah if you yeah. Um, probably the best way you can find me in the um, obviously I'm one of admins on the Facebook group but if you can find me in Frags to Riches on Instagram and send me a, a sort of a DM and there and then yeah. I sort of it's a good it's normally where I go to look to get the, the new ones and also it kind of keeps it from you so you don't know know it in advance because I'd like to kind of catch you off guard um, so yeah yes. that's the best way yeah. and so sent, sent scenarios DM, DM Steve but if you've got just regular uh, podcast questions then drop them in the Facebook group and we will we go through that before we record every week so best place to get a question in for us uh, so ian bianchi um wants to know what we think about dior fahrenheit because it's been his winter stroke christmas fragrance for 29 years it triggers memories of christmas past with each whiff he totally loves it and the memories it has stored in the scent are amazing i love it i love it when you've got a scent like that that just really just takes you back to just very cherished memories now, Steve, do you own or are you familiar with Dior Fahrenheit? I am familiar with uh, Dior Fahrenheit, but I 
certainly I'm not an expert, particularly with the different like flankers. There's like path farm, isn't there? And I'm, I'm so I'm not not an expert at all, so I can't talk with um, in an informed way. But I am familiar with it, and my I know some people that have worn it. I think my brother might have worn it back in the day, and he's quite a bit older than me, so it's probably kind of you know almost more like a sort of role model type uh, situation. But it's a fragrance that I it's never currently nowadays it's never really resonated with me i can't really enjoy it um it just the sank like people often talk about that sort of petroleum type accord yeah. don't they and and i kind of get that and it's just i just doesn't i just don't really enjoy it but yeah i do appreciate it as a legend in the game yeah if that makes sense but i i'm just i've not explored the flankers and and enjoyed it enough but i know like curly sense loves it it's one of her all-time faves i think mm. so i sh- i probably should give it a, a, like a chance more but i just know what about you well i'm kind of in a similar situation to you in that i'm not that familiar with it i i don't own it i never owned it it was never something i had growing up i have smelled it a couple of times in store but it's it's one of those occasions when you smell lots of other things and so you don't walk away with having a great memory of of that scent profile but i do remember thinking yeah i like that smell and uh the petroleum aspect really uh intrigues me actually because i think it sounds like a a scent that i will really enjoy it sounds it sounds like it's got the mass appeal of a designer but it sounds like say like something like gucci guilty absolute it goes a little more creative it's got a nice creative Mm. streak as well which i think dior do very well with their fragrances they balance mass appeal with with creativity really well i think dior is probably the house i I own most of from from any designer to be honest so it's on my list it's on my list to pick up i would start with the edt but I think I I've heard a lot of people say that their favourite is the is the parfum. But I would start with the EDT and, and maybe get them both at the same at the same time. But it's one of those where I'm kind of like I'm excited to uh, I'm excited to check it out. But you know, once you've bought it and once you've got it, that's the excitement's over. You know what I mean? You've it's it's almost yeah. like the um, anticipation of trying something that is a classic um, for the first time. So I'm kind of like part of me doesn't want to rush into it. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. From what I was going to say that to you, from what I've read, and particularly the sort of newer Parfum, because that's 2014. I've literally just googled it. I'm not. I'm not an encyclopedia. <laughs> I was curious to know when the when the newer version came out. I know that's kind of got a lot of hype, and I think that it sounds like what they did with the Parfum. They've sort of really kind of gone more so with that creative side and made it like yet modern, but they've been a bit daring with it because I know there's a kind of like a leather accord i think the suede in it so and i so i thought that would kind of quite sit quite well with you i, th- I can imagine you really enjoying that and there's mm. um there's rum in it as well and vanilla so i, I yep. imagine it's perhaps i should try the puff arm to be honest because it's, it's got some notes that i love so perhaps i should give that one a perhaps go we, more perhaps than we should both buy it this week and then review it on the podcast what do you think we should we should we should do like a live review or something yeah, yeah. that'd be kind of cool yeah yeah, hmm. let's do that. Good idea. There we, there we go, folks. Coming up with ideas on the air. This is uh, this is also something that we um, we sort of mentioned briefly in the week, and I'm just going to throw it out there. So if you sort of leave a comment in the podcast podcast Facebook group, Chris and I were talking about you know other ways that if we could do any extra content for you guys, and if you know like a some sort of I don't know. Um, what's the phrase when you kind of um a patreon or something like that and we just if we did just like a live review and just did it as an extra content would that be something that people were interested in yeah put put some extra content out but put it put it behind a paywall just so it kind of it helps 
fund the time that we spend on the on the original podcast and it gives you guys a little bit of extra content and that you know that it's never very much to to do that but you know if if it's not something that people would be interested in maybe we won't do that but if people would be willing to just throw a couple of quid down for a bit of extra content each each week then you know that's something we could we could think about doing so yeah let us know yeah. if you're interested just an idea face so literally just throwing out there any feedback you guys have got uh would we'd appreciate that but um mm. yeah so that's that's my view and i think perhaps we do need to look into i think the puff farm is definitely more my kind of vibe and it sounds like more yours so we should yeah. we should look into it for sure what have you been uh, watching this week? Uh, oh, what, probably what I should say is what uh, Fragrance Apprentice video would you like to recommend <laughs> this week, Chris? This is the Fragrance Apprentice video section that we mention every week. So what would you like to recommend? Um, well, of course, you must go and watch George's uh, chat roulette video because it is um, a very... George is coming up with some very innovative, creative ideas. I, I think he's just getting a bit bored with the lists all the time. I think he's still going to do those. Because you know the, those videos are very popular, but he's just really he's coming up with new and fresh ideas left, right, and centre. I'm like, God damn, how's he how's he doing that? But yeah, very very funny video where he went online uh, on Chat Roulette and recommended fragrances to random people. Uh, some some with some he had more success than than others. Um, so very funny, very very different. Um, but I have to say, the video of the week for me was Killer Frags. He dropped a video where he was reviewing um, Jeremy Fragrance's date for men. Now I say review, it's not a review. It's like it was. It was just a few minutes of pure comedy. He edits his humour so well, and I mean, he was just he was picking up on spelling mistakes on the website. He was going through. Um, I think on the website they show you how what your spray routine should be. Oh yes, yes, yes. And the way that he was delivering it uh, had me in stitches. And then this thing is just getting more frenetic and faster paced in the editing. It's getting funnier and funnier. And then it all just kind of builds up to this thing where Jeremy spins across the screen and there's this massive slapping noise as Jeremy slaps Killer on, on his new bald head <laughs> and then spins out of frame. I was like, what have I just watched? I love it. Um, so he's killers dropping uh, amazing content at the moment. I don't. I don't know if he can um, keep that that kind of quality um, every every week. Um, I don't know because it it must. I don't know if it takes him long to to do those. But the editing was seemed quite complex to me. So I think it probably took him quite a long time to do. He's, if he could do really one a week, I would be very happy, man. He is very good. Yeah, editor. he's a really yeah. good editor. I mean, he has really shit guests on his lives. Um, <laughs> but other than that, he's, he's good. But yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. I, I, as we've said before, I, I have kind of sung his praises. I am a sort of big fan of his because I think he's just kind of unique and he's one of the few reviewers where I pretty much watch every video he drops because he doesn't drop too many and they're always interesting and and down to earth and relatable and yeah, I, I just, I'm sort of quite. We love content. killer. We do indeed. Um, I just want to mention one more video of, of this week, which I was waiting for for a long time. Actually, uh, our favourite French reviewer Clemence CC Fragrance. You can find her on YouTube at that Clemence CC Fragrance. She released a video which uh, detailed the history of the house of Guerlain, which is a house that she loves. It's a house that that I love. And I'd wanted to learn more about it. I think it it probably is one of the the most kind of 
um, quintessential historic French perfumery houses. So she uh, produced great content where she detailed how Guerlain began and um, who is creating the fragrances now in, in modern day and how they relate to the historic Guerlain fragrances. Great watch. If you want to learn more about Guerlain, told and explained uh, perfectly by Clemence. I absolutely loved that video. can recommend that to you all. Cool. No, we do love Clemence. She's a... Uh... She does make me laugh. She's um, I'm I'm. What makes me sad is she doesn't swear in mu- as much in her videos as she does in real life because she's got to write a potty mouth, which I like. One, <laughs> yeah. she manages yeah. to kind of keep the swearing intact for her videos, which is a which is a shame for me because I enjoy it. Yeah, but well, she's any, not going to um, go. This is the fucking history of Gelan. <laughs> <laughs> she's the thing is, I I like to sort of prod her and wind her up a little bit, it's just so she swears. That's what I like to do. That's uh, yeah. a little fun yeah. game. But yeah, well, um, we need a frag meet. You can do that when we get a frag meet when we're all out of lockdown. Yeah, we definitely need to do that. A video. I went on a little journey on YouTube recently. I've mentioned these before where I sometimes watch a video and it sets me off in a little rabbit warren of kind of, oh, watch, what did they say? And then there's like a suggested video of that and then I start seeing all the different opinions on a certain fragrance. So um, actually it was the Fragrance Apprentice, I think, did a video and he spoke about uh, Prada's Luna Rossa Carbon. And even though it's very similar, uh, very similar to uh, Dior Sauvage, which he hates, he actually really enjoys Prada Luna Rossa Carbon. Even though it's very similar, but it, as he put it, it's like sometimes you're only like two millimeters off or one millimeter off. He used a golf swing analogy. So yeah. he said, you know, difference between a perfect hitting golf and sometimes, you know, slicing it might be one millimeter. And, and that was quite a nice analogy. And he used that to describe uh, Prada Luna Rossa Carbon. So I started then going off in a little rabbit warren watching people's all the sort of usual um fragrance reviewers reviewing prada uh lunarosa carbon and i come across a little channel called fragmental from about two or three years ago and there was this guy and he had slightly different hair and and his backdrop was a little bit different it's a bit more just like a plain plain wall and there's and it was there was a lot more cuts in it than what i'm normally used to Um, i'm I'm, I'm going i'm going and uh, yeah and it was an early fragmental video now what i will say is it's even back then what's really annoying that chris was his video quantity was better than 90 percent of people out there now back that was then, on my phone is, actually which is really annoying it was still really well edited and he still did a really good job but it's just really quite funny to see the difference so even though back then it was still really good you can see that we all go on a journey um, and you can still see how, how things change and obviously the editing things change and you get, you know, and your presentation style changes. So it's just really funny. And I messaged you, didn't I? And I yeah. said, bloody hell, I've just watched a, like an old video of yours. And the, your first response was, oh, yeah, but my hair was shit back then. That was, yeah. <laughs> was your concern. Was it about the content or kind of yeah. the presentation? It was like, oh, my hair was really shit. Yeah. But yeah, so that really sort of chuckled me, um, I must say. It was good God, to I, see that. I think that was in the first two weeks I started my channel, really. And I remember just having just talking to my phone and just, you can I can tell when I watch it, I've not found my, my style. I've not found my rhythm. I just look, I can tell because I, because I can tell because I know it's me, obviously. <laughs> I can tell when I'm watching it that I'm trying to be confident and upbeat, but I'm really kind of behind the camera going, what the fuck am I talking about fragrances to my phone for? I've not even t- I haven't even told my wife at that point. I was doing it in secret. <laughs> you were having a fragrance affair. Yeah. Brilliant. 
Yeah. Oh, mate, it is a funny one. Did, did, yeah. Was there a point where you sort of come out to your friends as a fragrance reviewer? You were like, look, guys, I've, I've the same well, I tell you. I so I came, I actually officially came out to my wife because I was spending hours and hours upstairs in the in the little study, and I was beginning to think she'd get a bit, a little bit worried about <laughs> what I may or may not be doing online. Um, but my friends actually found me uh, naturally. They, they, one of them was um, just watching YouTube. I think I got recommended after a Jeremy Fragrance video and he messaged me. He was like, oh, I see Jeremy's not the only one uh, talking about fragrances on YouTube. And uh, I was like, oh, yeah, I, I, I kind of am. Yep. Um, there, there it is. That's that cat's out the bag. Um, so that that's cut, and then it, then it snowballed. Then and the rest of my mates found out, and um, yeah, uh, it's, and and also a few mates found out because I don't really use it now. But I set up a fragmental Facebook. I have my personal Facebook, but I set up a fragmental Facebook page, and I was intending to keep it secret from all my friends. I just wanted it to to, to do it for marketing purposes. But people get recommended facebook friends don't they so some oh, of my yeah. friends got recommended my fragmental page and they started just like posting pictures of me in stupid thumbnails talking about fragrances <laughs> and they ripped me mate they absolutely ripped me the thing is like we said before i think we mentioned it, it might have been last week's podcast the week before it is a, it's it's fucking weird because it's a cool thing to go oh yeah i've got a youtube channel oh cool you're a youtuber then it's like oh, what do you do uh, uh I, I, I do yeah. fragrances it's a, it's so niche and weird and people are like yeah. is that a thing <laughs> it's like well yeah i guess it is because i do it but it's 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 quite a weird you know it's not it's not the obvious choice if you say you do youtube it's not the first thing that people would think of so, no. yeah. I mean the easy the easy way out of that is just to say oh, I just do vlogs, and they're like, oh right, yeah. okay, yeah, just product reviews, and they'd be like, yeah. oh, what product? Yeah, yeah. But yeah that it's, so a lot of my friends, well, a lot of my sort of close friends, work colleagues, will know about it, but I've not sort of I try to keep my personal Facebook separate, even though it, I'm now obviously an admin on that group and stuff now, so. Yeah, I don't, well, I don't know, really. It's I've got to mention a funny story, mate. I, I did tell you about this, but the, I'm not sure the listeners will, will know. But uh, a few weeks ago, our good mate, uh, Tony from the channel, predicted. He messaged me on Instagram and uh, it was just like, Chris, I'm, uh, I, I've, I've just come out to my, um, to my work colleagues. Um, I was like, shit. I was like, to your work? I was like, does your wife know? Like, why would you come out to your work colleagues before you before your wife and i was like i t i was thinking he, he meant he was gay <laughs> but I, then that, did you not think why is he telling me why yeah he well i so well i did but 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 he'd um uh we've had a you know a couple of phone calls and we, we chat fairly regularly online so you know i thought something sometimes you want to reach out to someone who isn't in your immediate friends or family i was like he's picked me um and he's telling me, you know, he's this personal thing. I was like, T Tony, how, how, what, what did your wife say? And he was like, oh yeah, no, she, she knew, she knew already. I was like, oh right, bloody hell. And then he went quiet for a few minutes, and then, and then he came back and and went, did you think I was meaning I'd come out as gay? I was like, um, you, yeah, kind of. <laughs> and I was like, I was, I felt so dumb because yeah. Why would he? Why would he be talking about anything other than fragrances? But it was just the way that he said came out. I haven't heard 
that expression when it came to uh, letting someone know that you, you've got a YouTube channel. So Tony and I had a, had a good laugh about that and um, I felt stupid. But Well, know. I would just like to put it out there. Tony, I'm really hurt that you didn't come to me with that information. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm disappointed, actually. I thought we had something special. Um, well, so, look, yeah. Tony, uh, he's prob- right now as he's listening to this, he's probably stacking his Mr. Kipling's on the shelf. So I hope he's having an exceedingly good laugh as he's listening to this, um, this little podcast that conversation. That must be weird, listening to a podcast and people are talking about you that's a bit odd isn't it i know yeah anyway i suppose we um we better move on to the scenario because it's getting on long now uh, yeah. are you going to treat our listeners to a little live well, live jingle th- yeah i'm gonna i've just got my guitar here and this i haven't practiced this um, oh, but that, I just thought, so he says <laughs> I, i'm just, I've, I, I literally i've not tried this on so i don't know what is going to happen i don't know what's going to come out here but i was just sick of the same old scenario so i thought i'd just try something a bit different and this is going to be shit this is this is not going to be very good so um let's just see what happens let me find the key Centenario. no hang on Centenario. no Centenario. no Centenario. should we have that <laughs> yeah this podcast is gonna be about an hour and a half at this right <laughs> Um, I like I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you edit that uh, as you as you want, Stu. That was shit. I wish I'd not yeah. bothered with that. Now chop the whole thing out. I loved it, and I'm sure I'll, that'll be a I'll, regular feature. Maybe I'll practice a practice a proper one. We'll just we'll just get people to request different versions and themes. So we'll have like yeah. yeah we'll. Anyway. Scenario. We better get into it. So, as always, uh, we have a little scenario. So, we put a situation um, to Chris, and we say, "Can you suggest a fragrance that might work in this situation?" Now, um, in the past, I've kind of come up with these, but I urge the listeners to kind of suggest these, and you could submit them, as we mentioned earlier, t- to me by finding me on probably Instagram's the best place. Frags to riches. Send me a DM, and I that's normally where I look. So, I do try and do that. The only thing I would say is, do try to be like a specific situation it doesn't have to be real sometimes the real situations are good but sometimes um, if it's quite specific it kind of helps us narrow it down if it's too broad and essentially we're sort of just thinking of a summer fragrance or something it's it's a bit too open there and we'll kind of repeat ourselves so some the weird specific situations are the best ones so do try and do that so this week's scenario has come to us from CJP underscore customs on uh, Instagram. So you can find him on there. Um, I don't know. I've not looked into the business. I think he is a mechanic, but he kind of maintains a fleet of kind of cars and stuff. So Before you start, Steve, I think, I think I've got it. Here's, this is it. This is the jingle. Oh, here we go. There we go. Brilliant. All we need to do now is get me... Um, backing you up on the vocals yes please so cjp underscore customs has said so he's not it's kind of it's based on him but it's not like literally his situation he's kind of but um you'll kind of see what i mean so he's a mechanic he's 45 years old he does um he doesn't actually work in a shop like most he maintains a fleet and does repairs on the road in parking lots and stuff i think i assume he's in america from some of the language um it's all in a tropical kind of climate where it's very hot and humid for most of the year so he said in his travels, he interacts with many different employees, men and women. So um, he kind of put two different situations, but I'm going to go for the second one, which kind of isn't strictly factual, but he said it might be interesting. So can you um, come up with a long lasting projecting fragrance for him as a 45 year old mechanic in doing his day to day job so he can attract a woman of a similar age in the sort of mid 40s? 
um and yeah what can we kind of think of so the cha- basically mm. the challenge is it's obviously got to be work safe so it's not too weird or wonderful it's got to be sort of hot humid safe so and then it's also which is this is the difficult bit he would like it to perform so he said you know can you think of something that will last six to eight hours at least uh well i would smell nice um yeah and he so he said it doesn't actually have to be beast but something that you know with a bit of projection serious i mean that that in itself is is like the holy grail of a sort of long-lasting fresh hot summer fragrance so i've got a mm. couple in mind um but i don't know if there's anything that out there or from your world of niche that you might think of um so yeah well in terms of niche i would i would recommend him an aqua de palma i think you could go with Ascensa, you could go with pure you could go with intensa uh, i think maybe the original could be a little light and might not last you the full six to eight hours but i think anything in that in that line gives you that crisp clean citrusy gentlemanly um vibe but they they last pretty well as well especially colonia ascensor it, it seems to have a good thickness density to it i get great longevity out of it anyway so yeah that would be a recommendation and if i was going to go designer then uh, i would off the top of my head um i would just say lom ideal cologne fits the bill you get that lovely almond citrusy creaminess so again it's it's a slightly thicker um uplifting summery type scent but because it's got that creamy almond at the heart that the Lomond ideal line have it hangs around for longer and i think that helps the citrus hang around as well so i get great i get great performance off off that fragrance and that is cheap as chips so you know there you go a designer Lomondial cologne niche aqua de palma colonia Ascensa. boom smashed it there you go ladies and gentlemen that's what it that's what it, you need to be to be a professional youtuber in the world of fragrance absolutely smashed <laughs> it um i had a little quick think and um i was kind of struggling if i'm honest for i did actually think uh elysium from roger is obviously a nice safe easy option it's not 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 a cheap option but it is a solid option it's very versatile for all ages it performs pretty damn well and it smells really good so i think you can kind of go too far wrong with it if you can afford it um from the sort of more sort of cheaper affordable line um i didn't want to say something like um sauvage which we've mentioned before but i Mm -hmm. so i cheated a little bit and i thought what about bulgari's aqua atlantique which is it has a lot of similarities to Sauvage. It performs very well, um, but it's when I first smelt it, the first thing I thought of is like a saltier version of Sauvage. It's kind of a slight like sea salty vibe as as you get from the Aqua line from Bulgari, but it's kind of got some of that Sauvage sort of DNA to it. So it's kind of got a fresh, clean attractiveness from that mass appealing, but the sort of sea saltiness gives it a nice fresh summer kind of tropic-y kind of vibe. So I thought that might be quite a good option as well oh, that's a good that's a good shout mate yeah I was, I was sort of quite pleased with that it's kind of it's kind of cheating but you know don't don't work hard people work smart that's the, the first piece of advice someone gave me in the world of work and I've stuck to it ever since yes so I would say that is there that is go. it that is time that's the end of the scenario a little bit of tune a little bit of, little bit of an outro as well there we go love it um, is there anything you'd like to say before I just kind of sign off Thanks, lovely listeners. Uh, we love doing this for you, as we say every week. And, uh, you know, we wouldn't be enjoying it as much if we didn't know people were listening. So thanks. Thanks very much. Coming up to 60,000 downloads, which is absolutely crazy. So, yeah, thank you. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can all 
get out there soon. We can have a, a good uh, a good meet-up, have a few drinks somewhere, and we can all chat in person. Maybe we'll do a live The Scent Geeks podcast somewhere. Let us know what you think about I that. I would love to do that, record a live episode with a lighted audience, because um, yeah. I know one of my favourite podcasts have done that, And but I don't know if we've got enough popularity, but that'd be really cool. I'd love to do that. Oh, even if it was just a small gathering, it'd be absolutely fine. Uh, I, Nick Nick Harrison has already offered us his, his venue in London, if we if we so wanted to, to use that, so... You know, it's a possibility. I'd be up for that. Hey, listen, um, I'm going to go. Have a great week, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Papa Chris. Um, it's been it's been generally <laughs> no good. No problem, it's been really son. <laughs> it's been really fun this week. It's been good to have uh, having a catch up because we've not really spoken too much this week. So yeah, thank you as always. Always a pleasure, never a chore. And thank you, lovely listeners. Thank you for all of the reviews, the donations, the scenarios, etc., etc. Do please keep them coming in because they help us keep this podcast running without us having to do too much of the sort of background work, which is what how we like it. <laughs> Thanks again. Um, have a great week, geeks, and stay safe. Thank mm-hmm. you.